Hello, lovelies. So today we are talking about time relapsing. And I looked at the definition of relapse and it said to suffer deterioration after a period of improvement. So simply put, it's the whole two steps forward, one step back story. And today, what I mean when I say time relapsing is basically relapsing on how we use our time. So after like a really solid period of showing up how you want to show up, making a change that you want to make, waking up early, focusing at work, boldly asking for what you want, and then boom, back to that old familiar habit. Maybe it's scrolling in bed morning or evening or both. (laughs) Maybe it's opening 15 tabs on the computer. Maybe it's saying yes to do more things when you're already tired and wanting to do less. Maybe it's all of the above and something else. The bottom line is this. Time relapses happen. They do to everyone. Successful people are not the people that never relapsed. They are the people that relapsed right. And that's what I'm going to be teaching you today. This, my friends, is the difference between getting where you want to go or staying where you are now on loop, like on repeat. So I said boom before, but time relapsing is not a boom. You can think of it like, you know, when you have a sweater and there's like a little pull, like a little piece, a little piece of cotton that you see pulling out of it. And that bit of cotton is really tempting to just pull out, right? But if you leave that little bit of cotton or wool, whatever it might be, and you don't pull at it, then that sweater stays wearable. And the moment you start to pull at it, wanting the sweater to be perfect, thinking you can snap it off or yank it out or pull a little bit more and put a fancy knot in or whatever it is you wanna do, eventually you are going to make the sweater unwearable. It's gone. Now I was the sweater puller and chances are, if you are listening to this podcast, you are pulling at that sweater too. We focus on that one part of the sweater that isn't perfect and miss all the other parts that are perfectly fine of our favorite sweater that we really want to keep wearing. Um, Not to mention, of course, nobody else notices that bit of cotton. So that first bit of cotton is basically that first morning you hit snooze or go down a research rabbit hole, or social media scroll, or stay up watching a few extra episodes, and your brain's like, whoa, we just, I think we just fucking ruined everything. (laughs) It's like, it's over, we can't change, we'll never change, this is just who we are, this is who we're always going to be, this is it for us, we tried, it's not happening, game over. Okay, maybe, maybe I exaggerated slightly, but some form of that comes into your brain And you believe it because, and you've heard me say this a lot, because we're just used to believing our own brain. We always have, and a lot of the time, it's totally fine to. Like, believe your brain when it tells you not to walk in the middle of the street or the middle of the road. (laughs) Believe your brain when it tells you to go pick up water on your way home. There's a lot of value in just believing in your brain most of the time. It's these sneaky times that will get you. That's what I love about coaching and why the impact of being shown your blind spots is so quick and powerful by someone else, right? So the problem is not in the relapse. The solution is not to avoid relapses forever. Let that go. It's impossible or like really, really very fucking unlikely so much so it's just going to serve you 
to know it's impossible. <laughs> it's just another sneaky way perfectionism shows up. And the goal in life is not to become perfect ever. You will not. It will not happen. Perfect is an opinion. Everyone's opinion is different. Not to mention that life evolves and so do you. So your own definition of perfect is going to change. And we as the humans live in different realities throughout our lives based on our locations, based on our relationships, based on our work life, our income, pan-fucking-demics and all sorts. This is why we made Time Hackers a lifetime access program. You literally can join once and get everything you need to hack time for life through all these changes. This shit's real, friends. Okay, so the relapse, or as I sometimes call it in Time Hackers, the juice. It's like juice. It's full of vitamins, full of concentrated nutrients, like the good stuff. Because relapses done correctly are worth 10x the time investment. Like that's where all the all the nutrients are, all the all the vitamins, all the learning. So right now, actually, in Time Hackers, we are in a fail challenge where everyone is failing every day, every day. And therefore, thereafter, should I say, evaluating using the four-step failure hacking process that I teach in the program. Remember, doing something for a few minutes every day for 30 days is the simplest way to create a new way of thinking. So that's why we optimize our time using these kind of challenges in Time Hackers. It's not about like I need 17 hours to sit and do this one thing. So one of the things that came up actually on our call last week, speaking of failing, was the value in failing, the value in relapsing. The value comes in the evaluation. When you have a simple, proven, repeatable method for learning through relapsing, you get stronger each time. It's not avoiding the, the relapse that's the goal. Avoiding relapses is exhausting, draining, and ultimately unsuccessful. I'm going to keep repeating it because I know this is such a common thing that so many of you are doing or expecting of yourselves to just like never fuck up. So I should add just before we continue on the other side of things, like we're also not trying to create relapses on purpose. We're not just like, oh, Vic said we would relapse. So I guess I'm just going to quit. Um, so we want to be doing that differently. And the way you can think about this is really you want to be thinking differently about the relapse before and after the relapse. So before relapsing, you want to be committed to not relapsing, like all in to do whatever it takes to not relapse. Let people know that like you're not available on the phone, switch your phone on airplane mode, sleep with your phone in another room. But, and this is the big but, after the relapse, we want to flip our mindset around it. We don't want to be thinking that we shouldn't have been relapsing. That's going to create shame, judgment, spiral, more wasted time. Instead, we want to direct our brain to asking the right questions. Questions like, what's the lesson here? What's the reason that this happened? Like, what actually happened here and why? And how could I solve for this in the future? So the best thing that you can do is actually just focus on speeding up your rebound time. How quickly do you get back on the horse? How much did you learn from it? And I can tell you that I'm surrounded by some of the most successful coaches in the industry. Relapsing happens at the top. The difference is the rebound time and the rebound knowledge, meaning what we take away from the relapse. There is a huge difference between spending your morning not getting shit done that you said you would 
and then acknowledging that happening and getting back on the saddle in the afternoon. In fact, I'm laughing to myself. I'm like, get back on the saddle, jump off the horse, like really <laughs> back on the horse, sorry. Just really great examples of how our like brain is programmed with outdated language. <laughs> like get back on the saddle. Do I ride horses? No, that's not a thing for me. But that's the language that my brain offers. So just pointing that out for you there. Now back to the point. There's a huge difference between spending your morning not getting shit done and acknowledging it or not getting shit done and then spiraling about it. And we actually had a time hacker come on and share on the call how she literally turned her day around at 4 p.m. 4 p.m. And she went from this day is a fail. It's a write off to, oh, actually, it's it's a success. Tongue tied. It's a success, the 4 p.m. turnaround. That's the work that we are doing in Time Hackers. That's who we become as Time Hackers. There is a huge fucking difference there. It's like wasting time today in a shame spiral, thinking about the time we wasted yesterday and the decision we made last week and what we would do differently three months ago that then leads us to get less and less done, be less and less present for the personal things in our lives, for the things we care about, even like be less kind to ourselves and ultimately make shittier decisions going forward. So my lovelies, catch your perfectionism showing up and demanding no relapses. The relapses happen and what you do about them, that's the opportunity, that's the juice, that's the difference. And if you wanna work on your rebound time, join Time Hackers. You too can rebound like a pro, like a pro basketball player, let's say, at like 4 p.m. on a Thursday to shoot and score and nail your day. It is not complex. It is not for the few. And because you are listening to this today, I know you have it in you to succeed. So you can join at vickylouise.com forward slash group. I will see you there. Have a wonderful week, lovely people. Bye. Thanks for listening. Are you ready to feel better? You can download a free anxiety workbook, which includes a bonus worksheet to use anytime you feel anxiety creeping in by heading over to vickylouise.com forward slash guide. That is Vicky, V-I-K-K-I, then Louise, L-O-U-I-S-E. So vickylouise.com forward slash guide. The link will also be in the show notes. Just do it.